Hello and welcome to the Valor Christian Academy Bible Study. This unit, we will be working through VCA's tagline, Standing Firm in Truth, Stepping Forward in Faith. Each week, we will work through the biblical implications of each word before moving back to see how the statement envisions a cohesive whole that helps to give a motivation to the heart behind the school. This week, we will be looking at firm. Let's dive in. I love watching college football, and I especially love watching it during bowl season. It doesn't matter what team is playing, I have to get as much of it in before the season ends. I remember a few years ago, I was watching some meaningless bowl game between six and six teams. It was the Cheez-It Bowl or something along those lines. It was an awful game, and if you know anything about me, you know that I absolutely love watching abysmally bad football. There's just something charming about it. At one point, one of the quarterbacks had completed four of his 16 passes for just 10 yards. He had also thrown four interceptions, meaning there was just as good of a chance he would throw to the wrong team as he would throw to one of his players. It was a thing of beauty. Then, one of the greatest football plays I've ever seen happened. A defensive player shot through the offensive line and was headed straight for the quarterback. He dove out to make a tackle and then just sort of bounced off of him. It's difficult to explain without watching it, but the quarterback looked like he was made of metal. He didn't move an inch, and it was awesome. All of a sudden, I wanted one of my NFL teams to draft him. Give me this magnificent metal fool, I thought to myself. Let me spend my Sundays watching defenders bounce off this man as he stands firm, unmoving on the field. In general, people have an undeniable obsession with something being firm, and for good reason. We want our houses built on a firm foundation. We want our educational background to be something that is firm, and so it should come as no surprise that trust in God's firm plan is seen throughout Scripture. The word that most frequently gets translated as firm in Scripture is amad in Hebrew and hypomeno in Greek. And while yes, these words often mean stand or remain or steadfast, as we understand them in a traditional American sense, they can also mean to arise, appear, or come onto the scene. It is this combined understanding of our contemporary knowledge of the word firm married with the varied biblical perspective that I want to hone in on today. Psalm 119.9 says, The fear of the Lord is pure, enduring forever. The decrees of the Lord are firm. All of them are righteous. Psalm 33.11 says, The plans of the Lord stand firm forever. The purposes of his heart through all generations. In Psalm 119.98 says, Your word, Lord, is eternal. It stands firm in the heavens. For me, these verses bring to mind an unshakable truth about the plans of God combined with a daily reassurance of their reality. God's plan is both undeniable in its purpose, it will happen, while also being something that God constantly assures us of. I can take assurance in God's plan for me in the same way that I can take assurance in the presence of the sun. I see it daily. 
but I am reminded of it in new and fresh ways every day when the sunrise paints the sky with a new image every morning. What these plans leave out, but scripture reminds us of elsewhere, is these promises of God's plans are good. Jeremiah 29.11 says, I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope in a future. In Romans 8.28 adds, We know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. God speaks good plans over us, assures us of the reality of these promises, and reminds us of them every day. It is with this in mind that I want to turn our attention to the moments when Scripture calls Jewish people, or believers in general, to stand firm. Exodus 14, 5-14 When the king of Egypt was told that the people had fled, Pharaoh and his officials changed their minds about them and said, What have we done? We have let the Israelites go and have lost their services. So he made his chariot ready and took his army with him. He took 600 of the best chariots, along with all the other chariots of Egypt, with officers all over them. The Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, so that he pursued the Israelites, who were marching out boldly. The Egyptians, all Pharaoh's horses and chariots, horsemen and troops, pursued the Israelites and overtook them as they camped by the sea near Pi-Haharoth, opposite Baal-Zephon. As Pharaoh approached the Israelites, looked up, and there were the Egyptians, marching after them. They were terrified and cried out to the Lord. They said to Moses, Was it because there were no graves in Egypt that you brought us out here in the desert to die? What have you done to us by bringing us out of Egypt? Didn't we say to you in Egypt, Leave us alone, let us serve the Egyptians? It would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the desert. The Moses answered the people, Do not be afraid. Stand firm, and you will see the deliverance the Lord will bring to you today. The Egyptians you see will never see you again. The Lord will fight for you. You need only be still. The message is obvious. God has something good in store for the Israelites. They just need to be firm. This moment must have been terrifying for the Israelites, but their faithfulness paid off. God delivered them in a miraculous way. This is what it looks like when God calls us to be firm. Of course there is tension. Any moment of extreme faith will always have tension. The end result, however, is undeniable affirmation from God, confirming that our faith was not in vain. Herein lies the meaning of God's firm plan and our call to a firm faith. God, by his nature, is unchangeable. If he declares a plan will happen, there is nothing that can change the reality of it. God, by his nature, must sustain his own plans. He is aware of this because, obviously, he is God and is fundamentally attached to himself in this way. God is a sustainer of all things, including himself. Beyond himself, though, God is a sustainer of us. If God, in his infinite wisdom and power, commits to sustaining himself, who cannot be moved or changed, imagine how much more he commits to sustaining us. God is aware of himself, and he is aware of us. When he sets his plan, it is unstoppable. At the same time, God is aware of us, 
He knows that we are changeable. He knows when he calls us to stand firm that so many factors could push and pull at us to move us off the path of faith. It is because of this that God commits to helping sustain us as well. Think about it. If God is committed to sustaining himself in his own infinite power, how much more so would he be committed to us who do not have infinite power and an ability to set something in motion, knowing it would be unchanging? When God calls us to be firm, he is inviting us to trust his plans. God's plans have been in motion from the dawn of time. Our call to be firm in moments of extreme faith is more a moment of God saying, trust that I have laid this out from the dawn of time. Nothing is changing. This plan, and I want to remind you of it every day. Moments when God calls us to stand firm are always followed by an affirmation of God fighting for us. Trust that God has something good in store, and be still. He will fight for you. His eternal plan depends on it.